Hey guys, I have a great show planned for you today. We will be continuing to learn how to deal with the toxicity within the family dynamic. Plus, I will share a personal story of a situation that I encountered within my own family that was like a total gut punch. So pull up a chair and grab a snack. You don't want to miss this. Let's go. Hi, listeners, and welcome back to the Corey Strong Podcast. I am Corey. If you are new to the show, I welcome you. I only ask that you subscribe and that you rate this podcast. That really helps us grow here. And if you are a returning listener, I want to specifically thank you for coming back and for making this podcast what it is. I'm so glad all of you all are here. So last week, we started looking at what it means to be a part of a toxic family and how it can affect not only you, but others within the family circle. And guys, I got a lot of feedback from all of you. um, And I was just blown away at how we're still dealing with um, toxicity in families and how many of you are actually going through this exact thing right now. You know, you like to think that there is no safer place than within your family walls, but sometimes that's just not true. So don't get me wrong, though. There are many of us who are lucky enough to have families who are supportive for the most part, but I honestly don't believe in the notion that perfect families exist. Yes, it may appear that other people's families are flawless, but that's just on the surface, guys. In all reality, there just isn't any perfection when it comes to families, okay? Families are made up of people, and as we know, and as we always say here, people are flawed, okay? You and me included. Some more than others, and when you're dealing with people, you are dealing with a number of behaviors and actions that come into play because we are all human, okay? Um, There are good days just as well as there are bad days. Remember, none of us are exempt from these characteristics. What we are in control of is how we choose to show up in our relationships as a whole. We decide how we respond and the type of energy that we will give to a relationship. That's your choice. Whether it be positive or negative, the energy, the choice belongs to us. Oftentimes within families, though, we become accustomed to tolerating abuse. Um, A lot of my clients who share their intimate details of their family life, I recognize right away that there is one common thing, and it's just we become accustomed to tolerating abuse and behaviors that are inappropriate. And that just isn't a very sustainable way of living, okay? Pretending or overlooking another's behavior should never be the option. And far too often, I have to be honest, people take on the work of managing these unpleasant behaviors of others. And it's just not fair to anybody that you have to deal with that one individual that just can't seem to get 
their own actions under control. I think that's really sad. It just takes away from you creating memories that you can cherish, but instead it's focused on negative energy. I just think that's just, it's just really selfish, you know? And it may seem fine at the moment to just ignore or overlook a person's negative actions, but after a while, it becomes an even bigger problem, okay? And it doesn't go away. And eventually, it can begin to wear on your mental health. So it's important that we learn to stop the person who is acting poorly. So when I was growing up, I had a cousin who (laughs) thought it was her duty to make the lives of others quite miserable, namely mine. (laughs) She was such a bully, and I say was uh, in the past tense because she is no longer alive. She's deceased. But she had a way of taunting and teasing me to the point where it wasn't really funny. In fact, it became uh, downright hurtful. Now, imagine 14-year-old me trying to understand what in the world was I doing or had done to constitute such poor treatment from this person who was also in my age group at the time. All the while, the adults in the family would sort of just brush it off or say things like, well, you know, she didn't grow up with a mother or father, or you know how she is. She does everyone like that. You know, just making excuses for her very poor behavior, which I found to be BS uh, now looking back on it. But you see, instead of my older relatives putting her in check and holding her accountable for her actions, they inadvertently reinforced her behavior by letting it go unchecked and by letting it slide. The fact is, guys, you cannot let anyone who is mistreating you go without reprimand. You have to stop them. You see, eventually, I learned how to stand up to these types of behaviors. And for those who never want to change their actions, I made the decision to separate myself from them. Remember, you don't always have to separate yourself. You can continue to stay the course. But for me, I didn't find it to be valuable. The relationship wasn't valuable enough to me. So I gladly bowed out. Remember, just like that, they have the choice as to how they want to treat you, okay? And just as well as you have the choice as to how you will allow yourself to be treated. Ultimately, you are in control of the narrative. It is your right to set the boundaries in a relationship. So going back to the cousin of mine, so what? You didn't have a mother or father growing up. I have known people who have had a lot less and are just the most loving and the most genuinely lovable individuals you'd ever want to meet. I didn't grow up at the Taj Mahal. So, I mean... (laughs) Now, what, does that give me the license to go around and be a total dick to people? No, I don't think so. You don't get to mistreat people because of what you didn't have. However, you do get to do better by treating others the way that you would have hoped to be treated or want to be treated. So, one of the biggest problems, I think, in, well, I won't say I think, I know, in toxic families is how we become accustomed to ignoring unhealthy behaviors and making excuses for people who 
do not intend to ever change. Guys, family is supposed to be a place to be loved, not traumatized. It is a place to be healed and not hurt. Please understand that. So, listener, I just want you to know that it does take a lot of courage and a lot of strength and determination to show up and to present your boundaries to your family. It can be scary, first, because you don't know how they will respond, and secondly, you don't know if you will lose someone in the process. And if you do lose someone because you have chosen to put yourself first and ahead of the mistreatment, then so be it, okay? See, the thing is, you have to remember that choosing yourself over drama is always better. It's important to come to the understanding that we can't stop people from gaslighting or guilt-tripping us, but we can control how we show up and if we give them a no in situations. No, I won't tolerate it. Or, you know, no. I no longer want to be around you. We can set the boundaries. So you may be thinking now, how do I begin to set boundaries? What I think that has to be done first and is important is that you learn to recognize the behavior right away and call it out. You could certainly say something like, hey, I recognize what you're doing you are trying to mistreat me and you are trying to manipulate me and I'm not going to pretend like it's not happening. Or you could say something like, I'm not going to pretend that things are honky-dory in front of people when we know that we have a problem. You see, you have a right to call a person who was offending you out. So many times I think it is such a bad habit that we've developed to be quiet when someone is harming us or not to say anything. And I believe that is a reason why these type of individuals are still in existence because no one has said, no, we don't want it. Okay. Another thing is that you have to realize that it's not about changing that person, but it's about changing you and teaching yourself how to take control of a bad situation and turn it around back on them. The last thing a manipulator wants is to be recognized as a manipulator. The same goes for a liar. They don't want you to know that they've been lying to you or a cheater. A cheater doesn't want the person that they are cheating on to actually know that that's what they're doing. You see, these type of individuals who are master manipulators, they don't actually want their covers blown. No, they want to remain hidden so that they can continue the act, so that they can continue to hide their hands and continue the devastating relationship. So the fact that you call them out on their actions startles them. It starts the process of elimination and they do not want that so the important thing is to remain strong and to remain consistent in these moments of change it's going to be hard i'm not going to lie to you it is hard to set boundaries 
But once you have them up, it's amazing. You're protected, okay? It can be so hard to remain strong in your convictions, especially when you may have five other people in your family, your siblings, your parents telling you that, no, it wasn't like that, or no, it didn't happen like that, and it's all you. You have to remain firm within yourself and don't be afraid to seek support outside that system. There may be someone within your family even who in fact identifies with what you're going through. It might be a cousin or an aunt. They could be distant family members. And if not, don't be afraid to go outside of your family for support. There are friends. There are people in your community, online communities, just like this podcast, that can identify exactly with what you're going through. So do not feel like by setting boundaries for yourself, you have to go into isolation because that simply isn't true. You have people who will go to bat for you, who will support you outside of your family, who may be causing you the hurt. So guys, remember that not all relationships are bad. Not all relationships are going to give you battle wounds. But in fact, there are some really, really great relationships to be had within and outside of your family. But choosing how those relationships will go, it is all up to you, listener. So I hope you all have gained a better understanding as to how to cope with the toxicity that may be showing up in your family, whether it's the gaslighting, the controlling, you know, anything like that, that makes you susceptible to hurt, okay? Um... And if it has helped you, shoot me a voice memo or drop me an email, a letter, and let me know how this information is helping you. As always, I'm here for you guys, and I wish the very best for you in your relationships. I don't know if you guys uh, recognize this, but we have been getting the podcast out to you a whole day early, which I think is just so exciting. Uh, In fact, uh, a couple of you have messaged like, hey, what a surprise to get the podcast on a Wednesday morning. And that's really cool when we can do that. I think Wednesday is a really, really good day because I like to think of it as that little pick-me-up, you know, midweek so that you can get a little boost and keep going and finish out your week. Because as you know, weeks are hectic. (laughs) But guys, our community is indeed growing. I'm so excited that you guys keep coming back and that you're listening. Uh, Summer's almost over, everybody. I hope everybody has done what they wanted to do this summer as we head into the fall and kids are going back to school and maybe you are getting ready for those last uh, trips for the summer. So I just hope that you go on into the fall and that you continue to grow and that you continue to show up and show up for yourself and show up to this podcast. Keep sharing it and keep showing others how to be better. I know you will do that. Have a great week ahead, everybody. And I'll meet you right back here next week. Take care. Bye for now.